0: In that same region, there were shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel of the Lord said to them, "'Do not be afraid, "'for see I am bringing you good news "'of great joy for all people. "'For to you is born this day in the city of David "'a Savior who is the Messiah the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place that the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. And when they had seen this, they made known what had been told them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had seen and heard just as it had been told them. It is my honor to welcome you to our Lessons in Carols Christmas Eve service, whether this is your first time worshiping at Fourth Presbyterian Church, your first time in a long while, or if you've already been here once or twice today, welcome. If you're worshiping online, We are delighted that you are here and we hope that you will take this moment to indicate to us where you're worshiping from and sign in on the online pew pad to let us know that you were here. Now, if you've been paying attention to your bulletin, you would notice that this is the point at which the Reverend Tom R. Jr. will deliver the homily. And I am disappointed to tell you that I am not the Reverend Tom R. Jr. Uh, Reverend Tom, this morning, started to feel a little not well and out of an abundance of caution took a COVID test and uh, Reverend R. has some COVID coal in his stocking for Christmas. I know that you will join me in wishing him a speedy recovery. He was really uh, devastated to not be here with us tonight. However, he's a skilled and prepared preacher and he had his sermon done and so what we sort of decided is that he would share it uh, and we would deliver it with some of our own sort of modifications. So now, a homily for Christmas Eve. We need this night. The rush is over, the decisions are made, the presents are all wrapped. It seems the world over has stopped for just a few hours to listen to the angels sing, all is calm, all is bright. Don't we need A night like this don't we ever unless like Mary you have a baby because when you have a baby it is seldom calm babies bring their own chores don't they there is rocking and singing lullabies there's bathing there's feeding that has to be done on the kids schedule and the diapers you have to change those like once a day When there's a child, there is work to do. And the thing about it is that we really don't know what we're doing. A baby shows up and we don't know how to raise a human being like that. Some of us feel a profound sense leaving the hospital with the baby to the hospital staff, like, what are you doing letting me take a human being into my home? We wonder, we worry. Are we doing a good job of teaching her what's important? What about his self-esteem? It's a strange work, this work of parenting. We don't do it because we know what we're doing. We do it because it feels like everything is at stake, and so we give it our best at every age of our kids' lives. We give it our best. But the truth is that a baby arrives and... It's enough to scare you to death. Maybe that's why the Christmas angels always say, do not be afraid. Did you notice that? That's what the angels always say. It's what they say to Joseph, it's what they say to Mary, to the shepherds out in their fields. Even the next time the angels show up, there will be an empty tomb, grave clothes will be folded, but the message will be the same, do not be afraid it makes you wonder if angels are particularly frightening kinds of creatures maybe but you do know that fear is a terrible thing i remember one night when my wife and i lived in kansas city i was awakened in the middle of the night by a loud banging noise coming from the wall on the other side of our bedroom where the bathroom was That bathroom had a window to the outside, and this was a loud, clatter, aggressive, rattling, banging noise. And I knew in an instant that somebody was trying to come in our bathroom window. And I leapt out of bed, and I stood outside the bathroom door for one second, almost paralyzed. And then I threw the door open, expecting to see somebody coming through this window. But there was nobody, and the window was closed the only thing I saw was a cat run away across my feet and it took me a couple of moments to survey the scene and figure out that what had happened was that one of the cats had been sitting on a little table where the door hinge is and the other cat had bumped the door closed caught the first cat's tail in the hinge and what I had heard was the cat whamming against the the table and the wall suspended by its tail. If you have ever been scared like that, you might wish for an angel to show up on the spot and tell you, don't worry, it's going to be fine. Don't be afraid. I don't think the angel is talking about that particular moment when our heart's pounding and our knees are shaking and we can't breathe. I think the angel is telling us not to be afraid because the angels know that we are already always afraid. It's so common that we probably don't even realize it. You ask, how's your dad? About the same, your friend says. They, they wanna stay in the house, but it's hard on mom. I worry about her. I have brought up moving to a place where dad can get more help, but he says he's only leaving the house in a hearst. Leaving, living out of town, I can't get to them as often as I'd like. They are all right, I hope. What she is saying is I am afraid. How's business, you ask? It's okay, he says. I might have to tweak my business plan a bit. We aren't where we were a few years ago, but who is? (laughs) I told my wife last week, we may need to rethink our retirement date. I might need to work a few more years. It's good to have a job, though. What he's saying is I'm afraid. You ask, what do you hear from the kids? Jeremy's a junior at State. He must be having a good time because I never hear from him except by text. After a long stretch of not hearing from him, I wrote him an old-fashioned letter saying, Jeremy, here's a check for $100. Pay for Netflix for a few months. Go to dinner on me. Love, Mom. I mailed the letter but didn't put a check in the envelope. It works. Two days later, I got a call. <laughs> hey, Mom. He's still not sure what he wants to do in the job market out there. Well, you know, he'll be, he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. She's afraid. The reason the angels always say do not be afraid is not because the angels are so scary. It's because we're already afraid. Because we live in a frightening world. The place where the Christ was born remains a very unsafe place for children. In the past two months, more children have died in Israel than in all the other war areas combined daily brutality, and there are no heroes. We live in a climate-changing, terrorist-defined, cancer-embattled, poverty-crushed world. We are a people who walk in darkness and live in a land of deep darkness. Who wouldn't be afraid? It's interesting that the angels do not say, relax, there's nothing to be afraid of. They know better. They tell us, do not be afraid in the midst of what they know is a terrifying world. For this is true. When we are afraid, we are not our best selves. When we are afraid, our neighbor looks like our enemy. When we are afraid, everyone is after us. No one can be trusted. When we are afraid, we are consumed by what we might lose And things like joy and forgiveness seem like fantasy. When we are afraid, anyone who is different is deficient. When we are afraid, even every injury becomes a weapon, every disappointment, an injustice, and a justification to do harm. We are never our best selves when we are afraid. But the angels know something that we don't know, They bring us a word from another kingdom, from another world, from God. And that word is that love, through its weakness, love, through its vulnerability, cripples fear. It is only when we can trust that we are loved that fear has a chance to ebb. Another experience of fear from my own story, one night I was driving home when I was in high school, I had an old beat up car that wasn't worth very much and I didn't know the city all that well and I was kind of lost and there was no GPS and uh, the car heat meter got like above the halfway point and I just kept driving. I was like, it'll be fine, I'll just get home. And then it went like higher than the halfway point, like three quarters of the way and I just get home. And then the engine started to make this like clattering noise that I knew wasn't right, wasn't normal, but I, just, I was just gonna make it home. And then all of a sudden the engine just, just died and the car coasted to a stop. I totally burned up the engine. I was on the highway. And there's cars just whizzing by me. I was like 17 years old. And as I looked off the side of the highway, there was a snow covered embankment. It was the dead of winter. And there's a little office park right on the other side of that embankment. So I thought, here's what I'll do. I'll climb down that embankment and I will knock on the window of that office park where the lights are on. So I did that. I climbed out of the car, walked down the embankment and uh, saw about three people in this office, this little office. And I, I banged on the door and they were startled, they jumped, and they were, they were sore afraid, let me tell you. Um, and I didn't realize this at the time, but what I learned later is that there was a prison about a mile away from this office park. And so to get a knock on a window in the middle of the night, uh, they were not welcoming of this. Uh, but somebody hesitantly came to the glass door and I yelled at them through the door, I, I, my car broke down, I need you to call my parents and have them come get me, I don't know what to do. And this person looked at me like, uh, no, uh, and t- went back and consulted with their coworkers for a little bit, came back to the window and said, okay, what's the phone number? And they dialed their landline phone and looking at me, they never took their eyes off me the whole time. I said, all you need to say is my car broke down. I'm on the highway. That was it. So she repeated that and she was, she was silent. And I said, what, what is my mom saying? And, and all the woman said was, tell me where you are. I'll be right there. Not, what did you do this time? (laughs) Not, I've told you to be more careful and to pull over when the car's making weird noises and not just try to make it home. Not, do you have any idea how this will affect your insurance? None of that. There were plenty of opportunities for those conversations later. They did happen. But not in the moment. In the moment of my fear, it was, tell me where you are, I'll be right there. We need this night, don't we? The rush is over, the decisions are made, the gifts are wrapped. It seems that the whole world over has stopped for a few hours to listen to the angels and they are pleading with us, please do not be afraid. And they are serious. They're not (laughs) embarrassed to call us to set aside our fears because they know that in the child born this night, God has said once and forever, tell me where you are, I'll be right there. And in the moments that you can trust that, in the moments you can trust that love makes sense of the world and has called you by name, well, it's easier in those moments to trust that we don't have to be afraid anymore. And to remember that, to remember that is why we need this night, and we need it more than ever. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.